Welcome to another exciting episode of the Business of Digital podcast, featuring your hosts, Matt Siltala and Dave Rohr. Hey everybody, really excited about today's session. What we're going to be jumping into is something that, you know, it's questions that Dave and I are asked all the time when it comes to, you know, specific technology within, you know, like different marketing tools and whatnot. So I'm really excited that uh, we have uh, Scott Brinker with, on with us. And so welcome, Scott. Thank you. Great to be here with you guys. Now, just so everybody knows, Scott is the VP platform ecosystem at HubSpot, also program chair of MarTech and editor of chiefmartech.com. And so um, before we really jump into everything, why don't you give us a little bit more about uh, your background, if you would, Scott, and just kind of, you know, because we, we joked about, hey, what's your official title? And you know, like all of us, we run a million different titles. So maybe just jump into that for us. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, so pretty much my whole career has been at the intersection between marketing and technology. Uh, I ran the uh, technology team for a web development agency in the height of the dot-com boom. Uh, I've uh, written uh, produce products uh, for marketers as a, a software developer myself. And yeah, my current role at HubSpot is uh, HubSpot's a tool for SMBs for sales and marketing. Uh, but increasingly, HubSpot has this ecosystem of all these other MarTech tools that it works with. And so I help them with that piece. And because I'm, yeah, just so fascinated by this interplay between, you know, it's not just about technology and marketing. It's this really cool intermingling of tech people and personalities with marketing people and marketing personalities and how this is changing the culture and the way we think about marketing in a digital world. Uh, so that's why we started the, the MarTech conference. Uh, we got one coming up here uh, later this month. And this is the topic I write about on my blog, chiefmartech.com. Awesome. Well, thank you for that intro. I appreciate it. Also, we want to uh, give a shout out. We, got, we do have Dave on the other end of this as well. Hey, Dave. Somewhere over here, I am. Somewhere over there. And so um, one of the things that, uh, that, that, that Dave and I were, were chatting, or all, all of us were chatting about before we really jumped into this is how, you know, and what I alluded to is we're always asked about different tools. And so um, I don't know, maybe if, if Dave, you kind of want to jump into what, what you were talking about there and kick us off uh, with that. But I think that would be a great start for this. Yeah, I think just two examples of that we run into all the time is what tool should I use? What CMS should I use? What CRM should I use? Um, I was asked just last week about different SEO type tools that tie into like all sorts of different back ends. And it, it always comes down to me is who's going to use it. And you start asking some questions. Um, and I think a lot of people skip that. Scott, can you... Yeah. Can you kind of walk through <laughs> what you suggest or what you've seen in the past as far as failings and just how people go and they, they buy this really expensive thing that's supposed to solve all their problems, but they don't know what the problems are? Or, you know, can you some of the some of the pitfalls or some of the things that people should look for? Yeah, yeah, no, it's a, it's a <laughs> this is a very common question, uh, you know, and I mean, it 
nobody's fault. I mean, so much is changing so rapidly uh, in the digital world that, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, you know, people who are running uh, businesses of their own, it's just very hard to keep up. Uh, and so it can sometimes be a little bit just daunting to be presented with, oh, are you doing X? Are you trying this other thing over here called Y? I've never heard of that. Um, so if, you know, if we step back and we say, one framework that people usually use for this is, uh, you know, the strategy to tactics, right? Like, you know, start by understanding, okay, who are we trying to reach as our customers? What are the kinds of touch points they reach us on? Like, what are they expecting to do when they come to our website? What are they expecting from us in social media? Um, you know, do we have some sort of uh, other relationship with them? You know, whether it might be a little loyalty program or, you know, again, even just a subscription to our newsletter, whatever that is. It's like, just map out, forget about the technology for a moment, just Make sure you've got a really clear view of all these different places where you touch your customers and they they have a set of expectations. And if you can articulate that, then that sort of becomes your blueprint for when you're going and you're looking at the particular tools you might use to uh, provide those capabilities. You know, you're, you're checking the box against more of like, okay, how will this help us execute, you know, this particular tactic? How will this help us do some sort of, you know, personalization on our website? Or how will this help us, you know, uh, be able to manage, uh, yeah, taking an e-commerce transaction uh, through the website? Um, so that's that's the straightforward answer. <laughs> I, I, I do always put the caveat that, wow, I'm 90% in the camp of saying you should really map out your customer journey, really understand how you plan to serve them strategically before you go tool hunting. There is 10% of me, and this might be just because I'm a geek, but there's 10% of me that believes there is also a little bit of value to just keeping keeping aware of like new technologies, like when you hear of something that sounds really cool to not necessarily just dismiss it and say, no, no, we've got our strategy. We've got our vision. We've got our customer. Don't distract me with any of that, but to allocate maybe, you know, like 10% of your attention uh, for these things to just say, huh, wow, that's actually an interesting new way. Uh, I wonder if that might be a way that we can engage with our customers that we haven't before. Maybe our competitors haven't before. And so you sort of want to keep your mind open to these uh, new innovations as they happen. You just, you don't want them to be primarily the engine that's controlling uh, how you build out uh, your digital capabilities. I like like that. I'm glad that you mentioned that because I kind of look at that in twofold is, you know, just just different things that I, or tools that I use or when I talk with people, like, because sometimes you could be using the tool forever and maybe it hasn't really been, you know, there's nothing that's been uh, updated on it for a while or there may be some new innovation with another tool. And unless you're tinkering around with stuff or you're getting into it, you never really know that stuff. So I, I, I appreciate that you said that because I'm kind of like you in that sense, the, the geek in me as well is like, hmm, I got to test out this new shiny thing over here and see if it really, you know, is, is worth anything. Cause I do take that approach a lot. Like even with conferences that I go to, cause I've been, you know, attending all kinds of search marketing and marketing conferences, you know, for over the last 10 years. And anytime, you know, I'm talking to someone and I'll go into something and, and, you know, I may know 99% of what they're talking about, but it's like that one little thing or that one little thing that's different that could help me or that one nugget. And that might be the case with one of these tools. It might be like that, 
one little update that's done or that one new little thing that's added that could make all the difference in the world. And so, I don't know. I just, uh, I, I appreciate that. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I think as long as you keep those things in perspective and the balance for them, it's, uh, you know, one of the things that, uh, you know, we started off by saying is, yeah, there's uh, there's just so much change happening in the world right now that, again, anytime I speak to someone and they say, I feel overwhelmed with, you know, all this change that's happening in the digital world, um, I'm, I'm always quick to assure them that means like, okay, that, that, that means you're a sentient being, you're conscious, you're actually seeing <laughs> the world the way it is. Because there was a whole lot of change, and the only good news to this is you are not alone. Every single business, you know, regardless of their size, you know, is struggling with that. And so a lot of the time I spend talking with people is about, given that there's this phenomenal amount of change happening, just how do you manage it? And I think one of the best ways to do it is that, uh, you know, balance of, okay, having clear priorities, uh, you know, for your core operations, but somehow building in the ability to experiment and have an experimental mindset for just just enough of your business, you know, that you're able to uh, keep up uh, with the change that at least the subset of change that's relevant to you and your customers. And, and Scott, I don't think people understand just how big MarTech has gotten. You create... Um, Matt's known for his social meowdia. You're also known for an infographic, um, kind of the, the landscape of MarTech. How long have you been doing that? And what, what did it start at? And how many companies do you try to list now? Which I love that one, by <laughs> yeah, the way. Yeah, it's ridiculous to watch video. it over the years grow. <laughs> that yes. one and the other one that like Dave Mim did in the local search space, like those are a couple of my favorite ones. You guys... Anyway, oh, go ahead. thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I started that about uh, seven, eight years ago. A very modest mission of saying, okay, um, I was trying to convince marketers that they should be paying more attention to technology. They might even consider having a marketing technologist uh, on their team uh, uh, because, yeah, marketing was becoming more and more powered by technology. So to prove that point, I went around and I came up with a slide that, identified every marketing technology vendor I knew of at the time in 2011. Uh, and it was quite a few. It was like uh, 150 or so. Uh, and wow. anytime I'd show that slide, people were like, oh, my goodness, 150 marketing technology vendors. How will we ever keep track of them all? <laughs> um, you know, and then just out of curiosity or, yeah, yeah some sort of, uh, you know, uh, masochistic instinct or something, I kept, I, I kept updating the slide year over year. And in a year, it grew to 350. And then a couple years later, it was 1,000. And then 2,000. And then 3,800. And then last year, 5,000. And we're right in the middle of working on one now. Uh, we'll release it at the MarTech conference in a few weeks. And, um, you know, spoiler alert, the trend hasn't reversed. <laughs> there, there, there's now a small team, <laughs> maybe not so small anymore team, like working on producing this crazy graphic of wow, yeah, well, well over 5,000 companies. And you kind of mentioned the conference and we'll talk about that coming up, but um, for those, you know, 5,000 companies is a lot, but <laughs> yes, <laughs> one, of, one of the things that used to be a little bit easier to do, and you can probably still do it, is take a look at the conferences. You know, anyone that listens to this show knows that Matt and I attend a, a fair number of conferences all over the U.S. and all over the world even, um, and not everyone can go to that many conferences, but um, you can talk about the MarTech conference a little bit, but 
go to those conferences. When I used to look for a job or when I used to look for an SEO agency or when I looked for a different a PPC tool or something, I would actually look at the conferences that I was going to or thinking about going to and looked at the sponsors and vendors and stuff because you can walk around and kick the tires and ask questions. Or you can go find well, and a lot of these shows, and a lot of these shows, Dave have actual sessions where where they have tools experts where they talk about different tools yeah. as well. Anyway, no, sorry no. to cut you off, no, but, that's, but that's, go ahead. That's always one of the first questions. You know, if 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 I, I've done a, an audit, a site audit presentation before, and I'm sure you've done you know anything about visual stuff. The first question is, what tool can I use for free, or what tool do you recognize? You know, you recommend like that's like nine times out of ten that is the very first question so um so as a segue into the conference coming up um do you want to talk a little bit about that coming up sure um so we started this martech conference back in 2014 uh really wanting to try and program a very unique uh set of uh, sessions that um, we didn't want to be too focused on just marketing. We didn't want to be too just focused on technology. We were really looking at sessions that had this mix between the marketing, the technology, but also the management, like how were companies changing the way they actually operated uh, given these new tools. Uh, so uh, yeah, the event we've got coming up here in, uh, wow, man, just three weeks away uh, at the end of April, 23rd through 25th. Um, I mean, we will have uh, a lot of case study driven presentations. So you'll get here how, uh, like the CMO of VMware thinks about, you know, their B2B marketing funnel, uh, how, uh, you know, the companies like Red Hat, uh, you know, naming some of my favorite, you know, geeky companies, uh, you know, like, uh, manage marketing automation for this whole, capability for next best actions. Um, you know, if you take a look at the agenda, I mean, you'll basically see almost all of the program is focused on marketers at real companies who are coming and sharing their experience. They might talk about the different vendors they use, the different tools they use. That's part of it. And one of the reasons we generally don't have the vendors themselves as presenters, at least in the editorial program, uh, is because, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, we love the vendors. You know, they, they know more about their products than anyone. Um, but at the end of the day, it's not just the product. It's how a company actually struggles with using that product, not, not technically using it, but yeah, changing the way in which, you know, who has permission to do what, how does it work? Where are the handoffs? You know, what gets held up? Where are the bottlenecks? Um, you know, again, this goes back to the theme we started with, which is just the pace of change is so incredibly fast. And, you know, while technology can change at that speed, you know, Moore's law, you get these exponential growth curves in technology, us humans and organizations of, you know, multiple humans working together, we just don't, we don't change at that pace. And so to me, that's the thing people struggle with the most. And we uh, really try and make this conference above everything else, uh, a chance to help people figure out best practices for what others are doing. Yeah. I mean, Matt, I don't know what your sales team is, but just imagine the internal processes and headaches and meetings to swap out your CMS. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we we, um, we just through that. We we did. Oh yeah, we did a big switch to to WordFront, and 
Yeah, let's just uh, move on. <laughs> but right, that, I'm not, that, I'm not that, saying nothing about it, right? You know, well, it's one thing to about the PO let's, let's move on. I don't want – it's like bad memories. <laughs> Too <Let's> soon. Just, <laughs> anyway. Too soon? Too soon. Okay. But, yeah, I mean, just the, the internal processes to get anything started, approved, you know, all of those – I mean, changing – you know, changing a personal habit is one thing because it's just me, but to get other people to change habits. Um, what are some of the other stuff um, that they might cover and stuff, just not only at the conference, but in general, when people are looking at MarTech, what I think it probably scares them if they start hearing about, you know, different, you need, you need your, what's your technology stack? What's your marketing technology stack? Um what what would you say to people that are scared yeah. of I don't have I don't need that or I don't have that I just have a website and we have yeah like how like what you're what you're trying to say Dave I think is like how do you dumb it down how do you how do you get that person that doesn't really understand that that knows or what that they're, they're actually they're asking. dealing with it it's just they don't think of it that way yeah exactly yeah well I mean again it's 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 perfectly natural uh you know most people uh yeah who are working in marketing did not start out uh with careers you know deep in system architecture and i t it's just you know this is a very foreign set of uh, uh skills um you know that uh, in all fairness, I think marketers are actually doing a tremendous job of absorbing more and more of this tech management. Uh, thinking uh, into their profession uh, while still keeping up with all of the actual marketing, uh, you know, skills and insights and talents they need to bring to bear. Uh, yeah, mar- marketers are yeah, the Olympians uh, of uh, modern business, in, in my uh, humble opinion. Um, so, I, you know, here's one of the things that we do uh, around the conference that I think helps, I've, I've heard from folks this helps, is we run a contest called the Stackies, where we invite marketers to send in a single slide that illustrates their marketing stack, the different tools that they use, but not just throwing a few logos on a slide, um, but actually trying to show us on the slide how do you think about these different tools? Like, how do they work together? Maybe it's how you map it to your customer journey. Maybe it's how you map it to the way you uh, do certain internal processes. Uh, you know, in fact, that's that, that's really where the magic is in, you know, people who submit these stackies is it's not just tools on a page. It's here's the framework we used to think about which tools we have and why we have them and how they work together. And so people have submitted something like 120 of these stackies over the past few years. And the deal is that they're free to publish. So we put them all up on SlideShare and you can just go look and it's from, you know, small businesses all the way up through companies like Microsoft and Cisco have sent in theirs. Um, And it's, to me, this is really helpful because it starts to, instead of looking at, you know, that crazy chart of mine with just, you know, 5,000 vendors, which is, you know, just, it's, it's frankly useless, right? It's incomprehensible at that stage. You can actually say, oh, okay, well, here's a business that's maybe in the same industry I'm in and they're about the same size I am. Oh, and this is how they've thought about which tools they use and how they work together. You know, not that you have to copy yeah. them, but it, it starts to make it very tangible to say like, oh, I, I, I've seen now two or three of these different things. And now I start to see how the technology maps into the marketing mission. 
because that's really what anyone listening will get a link from Scott and we'll include it in the summary. But I think anyone listening should actually go through that own process because it'll probably be quite painful, uh, but also very enlightening to see how everything and what you're using and how things are talking to each other. If you don't have it already. It's funny. It's funny. So uh, I've had, so we've published about 120 of these publicly, but I've had maybe at least that many that people have shared with me that they went ahead and they built the slide, but at the end of the day, they're, uh, you know, someone in PR couldn't, you know, agree to publish it. But oh my God, the, the universal feedback on that is those slides are so useful to those people that then they're able to go around through their company to explain to the rest of the marketing department or IT or other stakeholders like, Hey, this is, this is our stack. These are the tools we're using, how we use them, how they work together. And just having that in one visualization, um, I, I'm with you. I think that is the single best benefit. Uh, that you can get yeah, out of we, that. We, we had write-ups and stuff. I know we're, we're cu- coming close to the end, so anyone listening, um, we're going to have a little bit of a giveaway for a ticket. But um, when we when I worked at a company, we used your landing page technology. Our internal stack was ridiculous that it was specced out on multiple pages because we had we worked with um, one CRM that was out outside of our control, but then we had our internal CRM that would then go into our own customer database and stuff. And we had to capture everything and we had, we did all sorts of different checks on the lead data and all sorts of checks everywhere and every which way that our internal stack was just ridiculous. And that was just for a lead capture form um, huh. from your technology. Yeah. So wow. yeah, no one knew anything was behind it. And, you know, but at the time I was capturing if someone internally or externally, I knew the keyword, I knew the, you know, the ad group, I knew everything about that campaign. I also had the same kind of data around the SEO stuff because we had that internal stack and we had that internal stuff built. So 12 years ago, I knew every SEO keyword tied to a sale. <laughs> but that was the power of awesome. that data, um, but also the number of times that that stack and those technologies broke <laughs> all the time. So... Um, I guess. All right. Well, tell us the yeah. Talk talk about this uh, giveaway. Um, we were we were uh, we were not instructed how to do it. So you guys confirm, and this will be. I'll, I'll write it out as as quote unquote what it'll be. But um, what about if someone either leaves a comment and talks about their 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 toughest Martech problem, either on the on the site or tweets at us with the hashtag Martech M A R T E C H at Biz of Digital, and we will pick one person by probably next Wednesday or Thursday. Um, it will give you a little bit of time and pick someone to win a free ticket to your upcoming Martech conference. That, well, that's awesome. Talk about the value. Talk about the value of that a little bit, Scott. Yeah, no, that is a uh, $1,800 ticket, um, and uh, we'll have, uh, yeah, like over 45 uh, speakers from different brands. Uh, we'll have uh, 100 marketing technology vendors in one expo. Uh, we're going to be doing the Stackies Award, so you'll get a chance to see that, uh, the unveiling of the new landscape. Uh, it's going to be a pretty intense couple of days, so, uh, yeah, super excited awesome. producer just agreed to uh, give away one of the tickets to awesome. your listener. Yeah, thank you. For, thank you. Thank, thank you for you. doing that. So, all right. 
All right. Well, any uh, before we wrap things up, Scott, any any last uh, words of wisdom for anyone listening to us here? Uh, it's the world is changing fast, but again, deep breath. Uh, it's changing for everyone. Uh, take it a step at a time. Always move forward. You'll get there. Awesome. All right. Well, for Scott with uh, Martech and and uh, HubSpot, Dave Rohr with Northside Metrics. I'm Matt Siltel with Avalanche Media, and we do appreciate. Everybody checking out this session. This has been great. Um, We'll have lots of links, lots of information on the blog post itself. But thanks, guys, for listening. Bye-bye.